This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Ukrainian washing machines. I was watching cable news coverage of the war in Ukraine, and they were discussing the pullback of Russian troops from Kiev, finding bodies of civilians murdered by the Russians. One Ukrainian lamented why the Russians did not just take the food and washing machine. Why did they have to kill women and children? When I wrote that Russian troops will stab you in the chest, rape your daughter, steal everything not nailed down of value, and then celebrate with vodka, I was not being cute or flip. That is Russian Army standard operating procedure. The Germans committed atrocities in their invasion of Russia in World War II, and the Russians have been paying the world back ever since. I thought that it was odd the Ukrainian brought up them taking the washing machine in the cable news report, and then I read what that was about in this week's VEA Odessa Brokers newsletter by Viktor Boboko. He was commenting on how ineffective that the Western sanctions will be on the many Russians who have such a low standard of living in Russia that the sanctions change little for them. They're used to inflation. Russian troops are not the cream of the crop. The Russian education system collapsed along with the Soviet Union, and there is a segment of Russian demographics that are very poorly educated. The U.S. military would never accept some of the idiots that are conscripted or volunteer for the Russian military. We found out how tough that it was to get good Afghan soldiers when they first had to teach them to read as part of their boot camp. They are also not treated well in the Russian army. They are poorly trained, often abused by their non-commissioned corps, which is what makes an army function. Theirs is dysfunctional. Many of the officers of the Russian army survive off the graft. The breakdown of their chain of command was evident in the failed invasion of Ukraine. What Russia did was let loose a bunch of low-life thugs on the Ukraine population. These troops would write a text home about how shocked that they were over the Ukraine high relative standard of living. The houses that they pillaged for supplies had TVs and computers, as well as, you guessed it, washing machines. The washing machine became the prize for mom or the girlfriend back home, who would be sure that they were some kinds of war heroes if they could bring back a washing machine from Ukraine. Victor writes, If you ask Moscow, other big city residents is living as normal, Yes, inflation is a bit high. Sure, someone lost a job, but generally speaking, it is all in order. In the depths of Russia, people existed in poverty already before, and that's why Russian soldiers are so excited, judging by the intercepted conversations, telling their mothers and girlfriends that Ukrainian houses we rob are really rich places. We take TVs, computers, foreign-made washing machines, etc., and we would have not earned to have all that in Russia, unquote. Their peaceful existence is not far from wartime existence, as they are in poverty already, and indeed ignorance is their entire lifestyle. Thus, to expect that Russia falls fast is a mistake. It has an expertise of destructing itself for years. Victor is not entirely pleased with what he calls the non-collective West. He says that many EU nations just want this war over with so that things can go back to normal for them, buying their oil and gas from Russia. Victor thinks that the non-collective West is being short-sighted, quote, And judging now the first defeat of Russia in this war, the non-collective West is considering all possible further effects, while lack of action provides Russia with the belief that Ukraine is indeed a Russian Somalia land and cannot exist as a functional, independent, and recognized state. The wishful is, 
If we can't eat it all today, we bite what we can and we make as much damage as possible to the rest of yet independent Ukraine so they can't recover fast. And while the West will be busy with funding Ukraine for rebuild and thinking of taking or not what's left after this war into the European Union, the Russians will find a way to strike again as they learn from the first war's mistakes. Russia attacked Odessa's fuel refinery, and Victor expects them to hit port silos and infrastructure, destroying that too. They still worry about possible amphibious invasion of the Odessa region. The port is currently blockaded by Russian pirates. What grain that is getting out of Ukraine does so through Romania, but the Romanian port is clogged, and there is a logistical snarl getting there. RJO noted that Sovacon raised its estimate of Russian wheat exports for tenths of a million tons to 33.9. Sovacon says that some Ukraine wheat demand is shifting to Russia. You can imagine how Odessa brokers feel about that. I would remember that Sovacon is based in Moscow and Russians are liars. There is no appetite in the non-collective West to block Russian grain, oil and gas exports, even though that is how Putin is financing his death and destruction. Russia is stealing Ukraine's wheat market and washing machines, and the non-collective West is complicit with the thieves. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.